I'm Maddie. And I am Ryan. And this is The Mutant Ages, a show where we review every adaptation of the X-Men, break down the queer coding, tell you who's gay, tell you who's not gay. But the answer (laughs) is that everybody's gay. Mm -hmm. And even in this episode where they try to convince us that Wanda and Kurt are hooking up, Logan shows up and Kurt just can't even focus on anything else other than Logan. And it's like, ooh. Ooh. So that's what we're looking at Mm -hmm. today. Back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power grow in us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. All of their adventures, more than anyone should. From the comic book pages to the animated also on a different microphone this week because my cord busted so you're gonna hear the echo again like old school mutant ages mm-hmm. i am on my twitch mic though so maybe not yeah You'll have to let it us might know. sound okay we'll see we'll see what i can do in post but it, you know what hey we're recording an episode we're here you can hear us there's an echo 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 well we're just we're recording this episode from a massive dome in the mojo verse we've been kidnapped so the echo is just from that it's actually just the hunger games it kind of is so we're watching wolverine and the x-men and you might have been wondering to yourself when's spiral gonna come back i when was are wondering the reavers going to come back not and about that, that mojo part. guy who was watching all those tv screens and was like "Ooh, that nightcrawler looks sexy when is he going to come back well finally finally we are here in hunting grounds that's the previously on the x-men is that a bunch of characters who we saw for two seconds like seven episodes ago are during all the pirate back. ship episode yeah this is better than that episode it is though. Not I, by much, I agree it but is. it's like it's pretty fun i had a good time watching it anything would have been better than last week to be honest but oh my god i know i guess that, that was such a low bar to clear like you wouldn't even be able to trip over the bar because the bar was just somewhere deep underground which wanda will be tripping over the bar by the way wanda trips and falls 16 times in this episode i was like really annoyed about that by the way because i was like why is wanda She's so overpowered in this, and she's taking out all the Reavers, and then suddenly she's like, I can't do anything. Okay, I feel like that is part of the episode, though. I know. And then at the end, she's like, oopsie, I'm just very confused right now. I'm like, never mind, this checks out. (laughs) This sounds like Wanda. I kind of loved that part where she was like... She actually has a lot of moments where she is using her powers, like to give the episode some credit. Like she does have some moments where she is warping reality and is capable of defeating the Reavers. It's just that then at the end, she's like, I'm so overwhelmed right now, guys. Like I'm I'm falling down. I'm freaking out. Who's to say if murder is wrong or not? And Kurt is like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And that part is like very funny. So I don't know. I guess I could say like, yeah, the episode is kind of mistreating Wanda, but it was so funny that I like don't really 
mind, if that makes sense. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not a skip because it is important for Wanda to have this time with Kurt to build towards the arc where she eventually is like, I'm not sure if I agree with my father's politics. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it, there could have been a way they could have done this without Mojo, but you know, this is the the route they chose. And at least Spiral's here, and I do really enjoy Spiral as a character in the comic books. So she's pretty funny in this episode too. Like Spiral is definitely the character in the background. Like, why are we doing any of this? Which is also me. So I liked it. Um, do we have any other previously on the X-Men's that we need to say? We see the jails in Genosha again, which we still have no explanation of, by the way. Nope. We still have no clue why those are there. I mean, I mean, it, it's a jail. It's a society that has a jail. Not that I necessarily think that jail is useful, but, you know. It's not. I mean, jail and prison aren't useful, but, like, it's not as though Magneto is making it worse than the jails and prisons we already have in our human society. So he's just kind of recreating it. And for some reason, Kurt is, like, really mad. Which I guess kind of makes sense, but I'm also like, what's your suggestion, Kurt? You know, like it doesn't, they don't really get into it right. at all. Right. So whatever. Well, anyway. So Kurt is in the jail on Genosha. He's in his own personal jail. I think my theory here, because we don't understand why Kurt can't get out. I think while he was knocked out, they put him inside this globe. Yeah. And so he doesn't know where the hell he is. It's like a metal globe that Magneto made. He's also hanging out with Wanda because Wanda's visiting every day. <laughs> She's like, I thought I'd read to you this fairy tale book I brought. And Kurt's like, I don't want to talk to you. And it's kind of like, okay, well, Kurt, if you know Wanda's there, you're probably in the jail. So you could just teleport there. You've been there. Remember? You complained about but it. But he actually, it turns out he's not in the jail. He's outside. Oh, is he? Randomly. Because they show it later and it's like just outside somewhere and like Pyro and Seamus are guarding the globe. Uh, and so, yeah, they he's not in the jail and he can probably tell that because like people are walking up to him easily without needing to go all through the whole blue of okay, the jail. that's fair. I mean, like Wanda's reading him books. I know. Wanda's reading him books. And so that is the first scene is Wanda just showing up to Kurt's globe, this metal globe it's he's so in. Wanda, by it's the way, really where like funny. this crazy situation's this. happening. Wanda's just like, so anyway, I brought a book. I'm going to read it to you. And Kurt's like, <laughs> I don't want to do whatever that is. And she's like, okay, well, let's talk about the latest movie I saw, which was Nope. And it was really scary. What did you think? He's, he's like, I couldn't fucking see it. I was in here. Okay, she literally says, let's talk about movies, which I thought was so cute. I was like, oh my God, movies? Like, I love this. Like, I love Wanda being like, so anyway, I love movies. How about you? And Kurt is like, this isn't a date. Like, yeah, what, what is happening and right like, now? What movie do you want to be in? I really want to be in some TV shows. I really liked, like, <laughs> The Brady Bunch and Step by Step and Malcolm and in the like, Middle. I'm not interested in this conversation like i've been in this fucking globe where there isn't a bathroom or food by the way like i don't know how this works he's just in his fucking circle well how long has he been there we really don't know honestly maybe an hour like he seems fine he's he just seems really bored so then wanda's like so anyways i talked to my dad and he still doesn't want to let you out because he's worried that you're going to tell everybody that we're imprisoning mutants and then people would stop coming to genosha but like it's not that bad, honestly. <laughs> like Kurt, Kurt is like, uh, what? But then in the in the middle of her little monologue about that, we hear like a portal noise outside because Spiral is grabbing Wanda and kidnapping her and taking her to the Mojoverse. And Kurt overhears that, but obviously doesn't know what he's overhearing. He's just like, what the fuck just happened? And then he's like, Wanda, are you still there? And then Spiral makes a portal inside of Kurt's prison and grabs him and is like, I told you this wasn't over, bitch. And then like throws him into a portal 
And Kurt is like, Jesus Christ. But hey, at least he got out of his prison. Into another prison. It's funny because he's in one globe and then they put him into a different globe, which is kind of funny. I know. I actually literally did have the same thought, as corny as that sounds. I was like, wow, man. <laughs> I was not high while watching this episode. I was going to say, did you have some special cookies before you watched the episode? Like, what happened? I wish. Honestly, it has been a while since we did episodes to watch high. I think this would be a fun one to watch while high. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was like a segment on our show. We used to do that. Oh we used God. to do that before before Ryan stopped partaking in weed entirely. But hey, I'm still doing it, baby. Well, there also weren't a, like, there were not a lot of episodes in X-Men Evolution that oh, I would have recommended definitely not. to do that. Where X-Men, the animated series, was totally trippy. Absolutely it was. I feel like this show doesn't have that much trippy stuff, but this episode kind of fun you know because it doesn't really matter that much so you could just like have a good time so anyway after the intro uh we get these pans over genosha which by the way now they're animated genosha to look really scary and i was like <laughs> it still looks really fucking cool though like they're yeah. trying to make it look like castle grayskull and it's like Whatever. it's always nighttime there now and like all the metal structures are like foreboding like, don't come here and meanwhile i'm getting on a boat myself heading over i'm like magneto i'm on my way to get in bed with you and Magneto's like that's like the rite of passage of Genosha is like you have to sleep with Magneto first and the ones that don't sleep with him go in the weird prison that's so true that's exactly what it is Um, so Magneto is pacing around looking really sad in his big castle and then who should show up but Lorna Polaris she finally has a line she does have a line it's a very strange version of her where she's like hey father hi daddy what's going on daddy and i'm like this is not lorna what in the hell is happening i'm a full-grown woman but i'm talking like i'm eight years old it's like <laughs> it's really like, why? strange that this is the way that polaris okay, is acting. um so here's my theory about this and okay. it also kind of ties into the wanda stuff yeah i think that much like x-men evolution everybody on the show is actually still quite young like, I think Wanda's probably like 20. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. that means Polaris, even though she looks older, is a teenager at best. Right? Right. So, like, that kind of helps a little bit if she's the youngest sister. Yeah, this is like a total rewrite of her character where she grew up with Magneto as her dad, along with Wanda and Pietro. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so she is also young in this and that means that Wanda is also like pretty good with her powers but she's not great at them yet so that kind of explains some of her hesitations in this episode as well and she doesn't I don't think she fully knows her reality bending powers because she does use them in this we see it happen and I was like okay so she does have this power but like she just doesn't understand to what extent how to use it it's kind of like young Wanda in the original 1960s X-Men yeah I mean and I've read those comics and I love her and even in those comics she definitely has moments of being like, um, I don't know what to do, and is like not ditzy, but like definitely still kind of figuring like out the extent of her powers. Yeah, because exactly. yeah, she's still figuring it out. So this is a this is a closer portrayal to that. So this is also a young Polaris. We don't know how old she is. She's animated like an adult woman, but like I assume she's gotta be like 14 or something. I guess, yeah. So like she's past puberty, but that's all we know. So anyway, she walks out of her bedroom and she's like father and then magneto takes off his helmet and is like oh lorna i thought it was kind of nice that he took off his helmet for her because it's like oh he's being a dad i don't know it's like he kind of is disarming himself um and so he's like you shouldn't be up so late and lorna's like did something happen to wanda i heard she's missing and magneto's like she'll be fine who told you there was a problem and Polaris is like, Pyro, why? And Magneto's like, just wondering. Now don't get upset. Just go to bed. Everything's chill. So 
do you think this is how Magneto finds out Wanda's missing? I think it is. Um, because later he doesn't seem to have known it. Because in the next scene, oh, he goes to see right. Pyro that's a good question. and Seamus, and he's so mad. And he's like, what the fuck have you been doing here? <laughs> like, you guys were supposed to be fucking guarding Kurt and Wanda. Search every inch of the island. I'm going to fucking kill you if you don't find Nightcrawler, who apparently kidnapped my fucking daughter. Oh, wow. And then, like, Seamus and Pyro start walking away, and then Magneto grabs Pyro by, like, the metal on his suit, and is like... Actually, JK, I'm just going to fucking kill you because I'm so pissed off right now. And it's like honestly kind of valid because well, it's like, he doesn't why kill didn't him. you guys report? He doesn't kill him. He puts him into the metal sphere and is like, I'm mad at you, bitch. And like puts him into the prison. And it's like, OK, I guess this is the issue is that whenever Magneto gets mildly annoyed by somebody, he throws them into prison. You know, like, as you do. I don't know. I'm still on his side. I'm like, why didn't Pyro go to Magneto immediately? I guess because he was worried he would get thrown in prison. I mean, I guess he's right. They were supposed to be guarding this and they I know. were. I'm like, you guys fucked up. Like, why didn't you fight Spiral? I mean, I'm sure she moved too fast, but. Well, Kurt and Wanda are teleported yeah. into the forest uh, or a forest. <laughs> where I know. It looks like a She-Ra forest, by the way. They appear this forest and they're like, where the hell are we? And you see those little metal eyeballs that float around that are cameras in Mojo's yep. universe. Mm-hmm. And this is actually kind of terrifying coming right after Nope. So I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, it's also very Hunger Games as well. I mean, this is like yes. pre Hunger Games, but um, yeah, Hunger Games actually copied the X Men. That's what happened. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And anyway, so Kurt teleports them away from them. He's like, "We don't want to be seen. They can't see us if we teleport." But then Mojo's face just appears in the sky, also kind of like Hunger Games. Yes, and like Wanda's like, "What the fuck is even happening? What what is this?" I love Wanda's lines here. Like she's literally just repeats, "Like I'm sorry, but what the fuck is that?" About like absolutely <laughs> everything. And Kurt is just like, "Oh, my fine lady, don't worry, I will teleport you away." And she's like, "Kurt, shut the fuck up and tell me what's going on." <laughs> and he's like, well, "I don't really know." <laughs> It's really funny. I love their chemistry genuinely in this episode. I mean, Kurt is just fun with anybody. He's so fun. And I love Wanda, too. Like, she's being, like, snarky here. I feel like this is very Wanda, at least in this moment, where she's like, can anyone tell me what the fuck is going on? Because... I have reality warping powers, but I don't know what to warp this reality from because I literally don't know what's happening right now. So, like, somebody needs to update me. And Kurt is like, do do do. I know. And we're just like, <laughs> here's the update. You're on my reality TV show. Wow, 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 wow. You know, these TV shows make Mojo so comical with his voice every time. I know. It's like he himself comic book wise is actually really terrifying he is really scary because usually he's kidnapping people and like operating them and like brainwashing them and operating them like puppets ripping their limbs off and merging them with other people he's doing almost like weird human centipede shit like that is like Mm -hmm. mojo in the comic books and he kind of does that to logan in this episode like they come a little bit closer to that in this episode compared to x-men tas yeah because i think logan looks pretty scary in this he does he looks really scary we can get to that but like the prosthetics on his face like it's fucking terrifying right but they it's a kid's show i guess i don't know if this is a kid's show or not honestly every week i'm like is this a kid's we say that about every x-men cartoon because how can you do this depth of uh politics without it 
being kind of adult, you know? Mm -hmm. So anyway, on this kids show question mark, Mojo is like, rejoice for both of you have been specially chosen to compete in this week's exciting episode of Mojo's Hunting Grounds. That's the song. Anyway. (laughs) Wanda is like, you abducted me for some game. Are you out of your mind? Which I liked this line from her because she's like, I'm going to fucking murder you in cold blood. And then Kurt like grabs her hand and bamps her away and is like, don't provoke him. And Wanda's just staring at Kurt like, what are you saying? Like, I could kill everyone here. Also, Mojo's like, I saw you teleport. I'm still in the sky and I I can still see you anywhere. Can you survive (laughs) at least 52 minutes without a commercial break? Thanks! And Wanda's like, do you know who I am? I can change reality, bitch. And Mojo's like, no, you're going to be the damsel in distress, which I was wondering if he was going to make that happen, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. <laughs> he he doesn't. just decides that that's the role she's going to play without knowing anything about her. And Wanda's just like, I'm not doing that. And then suddenly Mr. <laughs> Movie Phone, I don't know who it is, but Mr. Movie Phone is, is now. But it is Mr. Movie Phone is now talking. And he's they like, show like a and recap. now everybody's been waiting for Nightcrawler to come back after last week's episode. Do you remember that episode with the pirate ship? Now, <laughs> Nightcrawler Kurt Wagner returns to the stage alongside Wanda Maximoff or whatever her last name's gonna be. <laughs> Kurt is going to be protecting the love of his life, the Crazen Witch. And Wanda's like, that's the Scarlet Witch, you fucking asshole. And Kurt's like... Okay, it would be fucking hilarious if they called her the Crazen Witch, which is what you just said. The Crimson Witch. Oh, and, but no, she's a Crazen. She's a Crazen. She's heard- a fucking Cranberry Witch. <laughs> I don't know, I was thinking like Shit. crazy i don't know i thought okay oh. crimson witch and kurt's like no she's the crazy witch okay that makes <laughs> she's now the crazy witch i want to see this character appear in mutant ages the comic book when we're dealing with like alternate realities we have crimson witch and the crazy witch and she just makes crazens appear into reality that's her deal honestly crazens are really good are anyway really good. so wanda is like that's scarlet witch you stupid freak which she literally says that she i does. love that and she goes, and I don't need protecting. And Kurt goes, and she's not the love of my life. And then Wanda turns around and stares at him, not in a mad way, just like in a, why are you talking? Which was so funny. <laughs> and Kurt like avoids eye contact from her and is like, uh, sorry, yeah. I just I just was talking there. I don't know why. Um, and then Mojo screams lights, camera, action. And then like a bunch of soldiers show up with guns and start firing. Oh, no, they're the Reavers. Oh, you're right. They're not just regular soldiers. They're Reavers. Right. My bad. Okay. <laughs> so basically they start shooting at them and Kurt teleports them away or something or knocks Wanda into the bushes and puts those on the ground. And Wanda's like, didn't I just say I don't need protecting and then you protect me? How does that make me look? And Kurt's like, it's not protecting. It's helping. There's a difference. And Wanda's like, no, you're just being a stupid man. That's what's happening. <laughs> I thought it was so in character for both of them. And I loved this moment where me Kurt too. is like, I'm just trying to help. And he's like, but also I have a crush on you and I don't want you to die. So then Kurt starts running like a madman for the entire rest of the episode. He just starts running and bamfing around and he's like, we have to keep moving. And Wanda's like, 
why? And Kurt is like, do you really want to fight for Mojo's entertainment? And she's kind of like, well, okay, I guess we'll just keep running. Yeah, but she even she's pointing that out. But we'll get to that in a yeah. second. First, we check in with Mojo, who's being lowered mm-hmm. from the ceiling. And we see, we actually get a shot of Mojo where we can see his body. Because we always see him in his chair that has legs, but right. he's got no legs. Yeah, so he he's is, kind of being lowered into the chair by like a machine in the scene. And then Spiral's standing there. And she's like... Listen, Mojo, I know you like are really into this shit, but remember, the <laughs> X-Men are like really good and you shouldn't underestimate them. Emoto's just like busy touching himself, so he doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, he's like, oh, they are a dangerous type. I love that. And is like masturbating and Spiral's like, Jesus Christ. I it's know, a funny that's, scene. That's pretty much it. And then Rima Wanda is done running. She stops and she turns yeah, around. She stops and she's like, can we fucking stop this shit? Like, it's time to fight. And she starts powering up with like some red energy beams to like shoot at the Reavers. Yeah. And Kurt is like, no, that's giving Mojo what he wants. And Wanda's like, mutants being hunted for sport is exactly the sort of thing my father fights against. I like that line. That yeah. was good. And Kurt says, yes, in the war between mutants and humans. But this mojo, I don't know where he fits into that. And I was like, same, Kurt. Same. Where the fuck does this fit into that? It doesn't even fit into this TV show. I know. And like, even Kurt is pointing out. Kurt's like, so politically, this episode's kind of just off the map. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. really know what this is at all. Yeah, like, meanwhile, Kurt just is like, Anyway, did you know you're very beautiful? And like, <laughs> Wanda's just like staring at him. You're like, are you for real right now? And then the Reavers show up. They start shooting at them again. Kurt's teleporting. Kurt is like, let me just quickly disarm this guy, which is hilarious, by the way, because then he goes over to the guy and the guy has a cannon for an arm. It's which, a Kurt, Reaver. how did you think you were going to disarm a Reaver who is like part weapon? And so Kurt leaps on the guy's shoulder and tries to rip off the guy's arm, but then gets electrocuted. You have to understand these are not the reavers it's like mega man proto man <laughs> bass zero they're just running around you know how it reaver goes. man reaver man as soon as kurt touches this guy's arm he gets electrocuted which this is going to come back basically anytime they touch anyone they get electrocuted because that's like what mojo's done to all of their enemies in this for some fucking reason so then kurt just bamps away and is like okay i guess that didn't work and like says that to wanda which is like very funny because wanda's like why are we doing any of this i could just stop all of them in one second and Kurt is like no we have to run away again because if you use your powers then that's going to be good television and instead we want this to be bad television so we have to keep running and you can't use your powers and she's just like why Kurt why just fight them just fight them it takes him so long to concede to that where Wanda just keeps being like can we please just kill these guys and Kurt is like no no we can't do that and Wanda's like Are you fucking kidding me right now? So they keep running and then they run smack dab into a wall because this is the Truman Show and they get to the edge of the map and they just smash into it. Or Hunter Games, you know, same diff. And so then Wanda's like, what the fuck is this? There's a wall here. It's like a it's like an invisible wall. Right. And Kurt sort of knocks on it and is like, oh, we're in a dome. And they look up and they're like, oh, it's a dome. (laughs) Which I don't know why they can suddenly see the dome where before they couldn't see the dome. But whatever. Maybe you couldn't see it when you're like in the center of the dome. I don't know how it works. I don't either. But I like this part because Wanda uses her powers. So Wanda first is like, can you just teleport us out of here? And Kurt's like, no, not without seeing the other side. Otherwise, it can get messy which is fair i actually like that they always have that limit on kurt's powers and then one is like well maybe i can give us a look 
So she puts her hand on the wall and like uses her powers to like see through it. And it's I actually liked the animation here. It's neat. Me too. This is the first time we really got to see more of her reality bending powers other than just her sort of telekinetic hex blasts yeah glasses hex glasses hex blasts thank you okay <laughs> yeah she puts on a pair of hex glasses and she's like i right. can see hexes now and kurt is like that's not really useful at all but thanks i guess yeah um so after she takes off the hex glasses she like turns part of the wall into like glass or something and they can see through it and they see that they're really far underwater under the sea they're like somewhere under deep under the, the ocean <laughs> yeah, ariel goes by with flounder and she's like part of your world she's like oh look humans i just want to be just like them and flounder's like they're really scary <laughs> anyway so then wanda's like panicking and she's like there's no way out of here how the fuck are we gonna get out of here and yeah. kurt is like wanda i'm so sorry they were after me not you you just got swept up into this and they're like cuddling and it's honestly cute i'm rooting for it and then a reaver shows up and is like, time to die. And Wanda's like, yeah, I'm just going to kill you. So she does. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love it. I love this moment where Wanda finally starts killing people. She's like, yeah, I'm fucking done. It's so good. Well, it's funny. It's right after Kurt apologizes to Wanda. He's like, I'm sorry. They came after you because you were with me. And she's like, bad news for them, I guess. Because yeah. she turns around and just murders everyone. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It's a very Wanda line, especially after watching... Uh, multiverse of madness where it's like where Wanda's just like I'm done with this shit but also that was like corrupt evil Wanda so she's, but- she's like is their mother still alive and he's like yes she's like good there's somebody left to raise them like that is such the kind of Wanda <laughs> shit she says I love shit like that. Although in this case, it's like completely justifiable that she's killing these guys. Like, honestly, like they are trying to kill her. It's self-defense. Anyway, so Mojo's watching this having popcorn. Also, she can just neutralize them, which she keeps saying she says neutralize because she can't say kill. Of course. So she's like, we have to neutralize the threat. We have to neutralize them. Let's neutralize them all right now. Let's end them. Let's destroy them. Let's take them out. By the way, Mojo's eating a bowl of maggots like popcorn, which is pretty gross. That's what I'm saying like Mojo could yeah. be really scary if animated well or like presented that way, but they always do it with the goofy. They have to. Hello, welcome to Mojo's universe. And I'm like, mm, it's not scary when he does that. Anyway, he asks Spiral if the new special guest is ready, and Spiral's like, why do we even need him? The Reavers are doing well enough. And Mojo throws his bowl of maggots at Spiral and screams, "Boring!" And he's like. <laughs> And we are revealed here that they have somehow, at some point, kidnapped Wolverine and attached this terrifying dentist contraption to his face that not only keeps his mouth open for sex reasons, and also his eyeballs. (laughs) Yeah, like it keeps his eyeballs open at all times, which, by the way, his eyes would fall out like they would get really dry like that doesn't make any sense but his eyeballs are constantly like widened open like fucking clockwork orange style but also his mouth is constantly in like a rictus grin because there's like metal bearing his teeth at all times that is why i'm like some of this shit could be really scary it is scary it does look spooky on this episode but it does i feel like if it was like a really serious movie like if it was a movie this would be fucking terrifying it'd be really cool if they did like a horror movie for the mcu that was the mojo verse like if sam raimi came back and did a mojo verse i would love that yeah, sam right? raimi would be amazing at this oh, by yeah, the way i know just saying 
Or Jordan Peele should do it. But honestly, Jordan Peele would never work with Marvel. Jordan Peele would be looking at this. He'd be like, there's sure a lot of white people here. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um. So anyway. Commercial break. Commercial break. What's on the commercial break, Maddie, this week? Marvel Comics toothpaste. Uh, did you like Wolverine's sparkling teeth in the previous scene? Well, they could be yours for the low, low price of three ninety nine. dollars Okay. Uh- <laughs> right. And then after that, there's like... Jean Grey walks out. She's like, just remember, everyone, how important it is to go to your dentist and check for cavities or else you'll end up like Wolverine. And Wolverine's teeth are falling out. And he turns around and he's like, don't worry, everybody. They grow back. And everyone's like, uh, okay. And then we come back. Now we're at the X-Mansion. Okay, this scene's also funny because Bobby... There's like a couple scenes with the X-Men that don't really need to be in the episode, including the final one that made me scream with laughter. But basically... This one, it's Bobby, Aurora, and Rogue looking at what looks like a bomb blew up in front of the house. The X-Mansion has, like, blown up again. And everyone is, like, weirdly cavalier about it. Like, Bobby just walks in. It's, like, so normal. And Bobby's like, it looks like Logan had a good time. And Rogue's like, what the fuck was dumb enough to do this right on our front lawn? And Aurora's like, she sees, Aurora sees that the bike that Logan has is blown up. And she's like, um... Mm -hmm. I don't think he won this fight. And they're like, yeah, duh, duh, duh. Meanwhile, Kitty and Hank are not in this episode, probably because they're in the library and it's just like Hank pulling off different encyclopedias and handing them to Kitty to scan in and put on the Internet. <laughs> My explanation for that was actually that Hank was throwing a tantrum because he's fucking fed up with Logan disappearing again. But where's Kitty? I don't know. Kitty's just avoiding Bobby because she's terrified he's going to ask her out <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. They'll be in the middle of a danger room session. You'd be like, so want to go out for a run together sometime? And she'd be like, we're running right now. What do you want? <laughs> like, stop. We're both gay. Why are you doing this to me? So back in the Mojiverse, the Reavers shoot at some trees. Wanda immediately kills all of them. And Kurtz is standing there. And suddenly a giant mutant alarm goes off and all the Reavers run away. Yep. Because I guess that's the sound it alarms when there's new characters put into the dome. And the Reavers are just mm-hmm. like, oh, let's go hunt that one for sport. Yeah, I guess. Or they're just running away in general. I don't really know. And Kurt, they're just scared. Yeah. Kurt is like, did they run away because of us? And then they like hear a bunch of screams in the background. And Wanda's like, uh, that would be a no, which is funny. It's also funny because then Logan shows up and pops out of the bushes going. <laughs> and Kurt is like, Logan, Logan, is that you? Logan, Logan, what are you doing? It's me, Nightcrawler, your ex-boyfriend, you know, Elf. It's me, Kurt. Logan, don't. I don't know why I just said my own name. Logan, it's me, Kurt. He says it for so long. And I thought this was hilarious because, like, Logan never remembers anyone and Kurt knows that. So he's like, okay, I get get that you lost your memories again. I'm (laughs) Kurt. Kurt Wagner. And Wanda eventually is just like, Wanda eventually literally just goes, this clearly isn't working. And it's like, okay. Uh, yeah. Logan leaps at them, so Kurt teleports them away, and then they start running again. And Wanda stops, mm-hmm. and she goes, "What the fuck are we doing now?" <laughs> and there's like this long argument between them about Wanda being like, "We should just kill him," and for some reason, Kurt is like, "No, he's my ex-boyfriend, and also sometimes my boyfriend still, and also my friend." And I also want to just get the thing off his head. And she's like, "We could just kill him," and Kurt's like, "No, I don't want to kill Logan," and I'm like. Why not, dude? You it's can Logan. kill him. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, like, temporarily kill him. I mean, I guess... Let Wanda kill him and rip the thing off your head. This is not as complicated as it needed to be. But Kurt's like, 
no, it's not right to hurt our friends. Because that's that is really literally the point of this episode is to teach Wanda that like not to hurt anybody else. Hurting people is bad, I guess. But it's also Logan is not a great character to utilize this for because Logan actively throws himself into problems where he gets himself hurt. So I don't know why they chose this. I guess it's supposed to be like even if Wanda like stabbed him just to incapacitate him to take the thing then off, it would that be would still wrong. be hurting like, him. Right, so like, that would be wrong. Wanda's and like, like, I'm tired of running. We should neutralize the threat. And Kurt's like, you stand. Like, like your father and Wanda's like it's about survival dumbass and Kurt's like <laughs> survival shouldn't be about turning on your friends he says and Wanda's like well then what's your big suggestion here Kurt is like if I can remove that device on his head maybe he'll snap out of it and then he'll be on our side and Wanda's just like what if that doesn't work and Kurt's like then I'll make up something else and bamfs away and it's just like and Wanda's like I hate this and yeah. Kurt teleports it okay there's like a horror scene here where Kurt I teleports know. into like this part of the forest that's dark and there's like no sound and the camera's spinning around him and you don't know where Logan's gonna pop out mm-hmm. and then he does like in a jump scare kind of way and Kurt teleports around trying to grab the device but the device is electrocuting him of course and Kurt's repeatedly trying to pull it off and not really understanding that it's gonna electrocute him it doesn't really work and so then yep. Logan tries to cut Kurt and Wanda blows him away yeah Logan's struggling to get the device off his head he's getting pissed and Wanda's like uh-oh I think it made it worse wait I don't know what my powers are Kurt help me help Kurt <laughs> and she like runs away and I was like what just happened to Wanda why is she suddenly acting like this I- I don't know. I loved that she showed up to save Kurt from Logan and that she like shoots Logan with a with a power blast of some kind, which does, in fact, have an effect. We'll learn what it was later. But then she just suddenly is like, oh, oh no. Whoa! It's like, what what is happening to you? Why did you suddenly shoot Logan and then like panic and I be don't. like um i'm so overwhelmed suddenly uh whoopsie daisy kurt i need you to save me now and it's like like what? unless she's trying not to kill him because kurt asked her not to but then later on she does try to kill him whatever so <laughs> who knows meanwhile, mojo's screaming in the background you can't script action like this baby and we're like okay it spirals like um Something's not right with Logan. And we're just like, Wolverine was made to be controlled. This is what his purpose in life is. Have you seen that Weapon X show? I loved it. Honestly, that line was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, kind of Logan is made to be controlled. Like, that's what he always has happened to him. And I also think about that episode of Weapon X where they all went back to this warehouse that housed their memories because it was all just a bunch of TV sets. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the TAS episode. Yeah, absolutely. Mojo was watching that also. This is all part of the same universe for him but anyways spiral's like well don't worry about it because he's completely offline now and mojo's like what and then meanwhile <laughs> at the x mansion i love this scene because it's like emma rogue aurora and bobby uh, bobby all and cerebro and emma puts cerebro down she goes i'm sorry i couldn't locate him and rogue really bitchly is like well if the professor was here he could be able to do it and emma just ignores her and turns to aurora and goes you know how this goes aurora and i was like i love how emma just ignores rogue being a bitch and it's like i know it's amazing give her the moment i love it and anyway emma's like he could be on the other side of the world it will take time and aurora of course like i understand and Bobby's like, he's going to be pissed that we saved him and then pissed if we didn't save him. And I was like, also facts. Yep. But also, I like this version of the X-Men that's led by Aurora and Emma. Can we have that show? I know. It's really fun. And I like Bobby also being in the background, being like, uh-oh, 
Logan's in trouble again. Like all of this is very funny to me and I really like it. I feel kind of sorry for Hank though, because clearly he's like off somewhere being sad that Logan is gone, but also mad. Do you like how this show can't have Kurt and Hank in the same episode because it's just too much for Logan to manage? <laughs> it's too many blue characters for Logan to be sleeping with. I can't. It's on like top a, of yes, Misty. I was going to say what? Oh, my God. By the way. Katie started watching. Well, she's been rewatching all Wolverine, the X-Men in the past two days. And she's like, first of all, she said, um, I only have three episodes left. And are they going to wrap up the nine different plot points that they have in the next 50 minutes or not? And I was like, oh, dear Lord. No, and they're the absolutely no. not going to. And then she said about the Mystique thing. She's like, yeah, that was bad. But there's worse versions of Mystique. Have you seen First Class? And I was like, fair. <laughs> yeah that is fair that is fair uh this was actually before that yeah. like it got worse <laughs> yeah right good lord anyway wanda's now tripping and falling down in the forest and being like oh i can't do anything kurt help me i don't know i suddenly am not powerful at all I, i'm giving up everything that i believed in in the beginning of this episode i'm a damsel <laughs> and then she runs into logan and logan's gonna okay, claw like, her literally runs into him like smacks into him which like how did this happen it's so funny like she's like running around like looking behind her yeah. and like smashes into logan it's like what is happening? Also, where is Kurt in the beginning well, who of this? Knows? Because he Kurt appears and teleports her away. And then Wanda trips and falls. And she goes, stop teleporting. Jesus. And it's like, oh, wait. So was she fine before? Like, what's going on? Or is the teleporting making her tired? I don't know. Suddenly she's briefly kind of normal again, where she's like, my stomach is two teleports back. What are you doing? And then Kurt is like, I've been looking for a way out. And I think I found it there. And he just like found a huge metal vault door, which has like a big wheel on it to like open it like um like a submarine door, basically. Yeah, pretty much. So Kurt is then trying to use the the wheel to open the door but obviously it's locked like doy okay then you want one turns around she goes logan's out there i can feel it i'm like well no fucking shit you're in a dome he's the only thing there it's just you guys what do you mean it's, you could feel it <laughs> come on wanda that's interesting because her line is actually he's out there i can feel it and i was wondering if she meant mojo oh. because oh. either way oh, oh. <laughs> Because what they end up doing here is trying to scare Mojo, who's like on the other side of the door. That's like kind of their technique here. Okay, well, that makes more sense than me being like, why is she talking about Logan? Like, we know he's there. Yeah, I think she means Mojo, which would make a lot more sense because she's like, oh, I can sense him out there. And Kurt is like, good, because that's going to help us. And Wanda's like, what? Why? Like, what the fuck is the plan here? But Kurt doesn't tell her. He's like, hide behind those trees. You're useless for some reason. (laughs) It's just like, oh, okay. And then she goes and crutches. I'm like, what what happened to Wanda? She was being so cool. And I was getting really annoyed at this point. I know. Also, couldn't Wanda use her powers to open the door? Like, uh, Yeah, wh- for real. And then meanwhile, we're having Kurt do this thing where he keeps on teleporting away from the door as Loki goes to hit it so Loki can scratch the door. I Which, why does that work? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. And meanwhile, Spiral's on the other side with Mojo. And she goes, um, are you fucking seeing this? And Mojo just turns around <laughs> Show's over! Pull the plug! And meanwhile, the dome opens up holes, so the ocean starts pouring in massively, like, so fast. He's like, well, he's like, I'm gonna drown them. I'm gonna just kill them Yeah, but it's like, it's kind of ridiculous. Anyway, so now the entire dome is filling up with water, like, really fast suddenly. And, like, they, they managed to hit the door with Logan's claws, like, a couple of times. Like, enough times that I guess it, like, loosened the door. I don't know. They're gonna be able to open it later. Um, 
but Kurt like bamfs them into a tree so they can like hide out in a tree for a second while the entire dome is filling with water. Wanda is sitting in the tree and Logan's climbing up the tree and she goes, he's going to kill us, Kurt. We need to kill him first. And Kurt goes, no, I'm going after the headgear. And so he actually successfully rips it off this time. Finally. Probably because Mojo is not sending the signal to it anymore. And Logan lands romantically into Kurt's (laughs) arms. And Kurt goes, Logan? Logan's like, just he just passes out romantically and i'm like this is so gay and it is gay he goes it worked and wanda goes how do you know and kurt literally <laughs> says i saw it in his eyes and i was like this is gay wanda instantly makes fun of that too it's so funny she's like i'm sorry you saw it in his eyes <laughs> what the fuck are you saying right now it was really good and then Kurt says something. He's going to go do something. I think he says he's going to open the hatch, but it, his German is like so intense there. And me, as somebody who took German for years, I like really couldn't translate what he was saying. Well, I always use subtitles and that helps for what it's worth. Well, that's true. And so he tells Wanda not to let Logan fall in. And so Kurt jumped into the water. The water's rising. Logan falls into the water. And Wanda just drops in there, goes, oopsie. <laughs> like adamantium bones so he's instantly sinking to the bottom right and Lana's right. just like should i save him no she just like lets him go and it's it's depicted as if she accidentally does it and i wrote oopsie yep. like as a joke before it was revealed that she actually tried to murder him uh, and it was like <laughs> oh uh, and so Kurt does open the hatch and they get sucked inside no he bamps away before getting sucked right inside. he teleports the trees and kurt's like what happened and Wanda goes i dropped him I'm sorry. And Kurt's immediately like, it's fine. At least he's all right because he can heal. And I was like, oh, my God, Kurt. You, like The whole reason why he was attacking Logan earlier is because he's like in love with him. Like, that's what's happening. I know. And he he was like, Kurt was just panicking, being like, "Uh oh, this new girl that I'm kind of dating is going to meet my ex-boyfriend who I'm still in love with. I don't know why Kurt's panicking, because this is every relationship that Logan's in. Whoever he's dating at the time has to fight all of his exes. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. And Logan lost all of his memories again just in time for this episode to happen because again, again, that's Logan. I mean, nobody has memories in the X-Men. Meanwhile, the hatch is open. It's not draining fast enough, so they have to go through it. So they take Logan's unconscious body with them and like pull him through the hatch and yeah. then go into Mojo's room that he's in, which is filling with water. Yeah, Spiral teleports the Reavers away. Mojo literally screams, my turn! But the hatch opens and that's when it floods in. Spiral mm-hmm. grabs Wanda and gets ready to kill the shit out of her. But then Logan... Which, why doesn't Wanda defend herself in this moment? I don't know what's happening. There's, like, so much happening. Because then Logan jumps at Spiral and they start fighting. Like, he's awake now, suddenly. Logan is like, I'm awake just in time to defend a woman. I know, it's really annoying. And then Wanda lies on the ground going, what's going on? And then suddenly <laughs> she's like, oh, right, I can do this. And she just, like, uses her powers to stop time. <laughs> And so everybody just freezes in motion except for the X-Men. Logan grabs Mojo and threatens him. Also, Wanda gets rid of all the water in the room with her powers. Too. Yeah, right. Okay, see, like, it's like kind of funny, like, how quickly this resolves itself. And I was like, 
did they have to write around the fact that if Wanda was here, that none of this would happen because she would just yeah. immediately end the situation? Because that's yeah, what that is exactly the problem that they're in. Like by having Wanda in this episode, they have to have her like trip and fall a couple of times in order to allow a plot to happen. It happens to Storm a lot too on these on these cartoons. We're like, well, we have these two overpowered characters, and we just don't even know what to do. Jean Grey is another great example because she's always like yeah. tripping, like all of X Men the animated series. She's always like, I'm so I'm suddenly have a headache and I can't do, can't anything. do anything. Anyway, so Spiral teleports in, grabs Mojo, and they scream a sequel because they're like planning for a season two and that they teleport away. Yeah. You know, Logan is no romantically watching Kurt sleep. I know. Because Kurt is also passed out suddenly because as soon as Logan woke up, Kurt had to pass out. Yeah, I, I don't know I don't why. Know. And Kurt, Kurt then wakes up later. He's like, Logan and it turns out they're like <laughs> on the pirate ship that was being pirated by um Spiral, Spiral in think. that other episode. Uh so they go back to Genosha. Which I think by the way is an implication that the Mojoverse is just under the sea and it's not in space, by the way, because they don't depict it on another planet. I don't know if I agree with that. Or in another dimension. But when they when they pull the ship up it's just on Earth, suddenly. Well, I, I just feel like... They How did they get there? I feel like they didn't go very far at all because this ship's also outside of Genosha. So, like... Yeah. You know... They're just, like, suddenly at Genosha. It's like, how did you guys get out of the Mojoverse? Like, where were you before? Like, I don't know. Who even knows? So, Magneto immediately takes hold of the ship and gets all these metal poles to kill Logan and Kurt. And Wanda walks out and she goes, let them go, father. <laughs> and Magneto's like the fuck's happening right now she goes yeah he's like didn't they kidnap you and like try to kill you i'm gonna kill them and wanda's like um they actually rescued me so everything's fine she says isn't that worth their freedom and maggie like oh fine and he just like (laughs) stomps away which is really funny it is it is then there's like these two scenes here where what first wanda apologizes to kurt and kurt's like why are you apologizing and she goes um so earlier when i said i accidentally <laughs> dropped logan i purposely tried to drown him and we're like what what she's like and you know how it's like tripping around before it's because i just wanted to slow down so i could kill logan and you kept on moving me too fast and we're like oh what <laughs> And she's like, but I was feeling really conflicted about it because I was thinking about what you were saying about how we shouldn't kill people, that maybe murder is wrong, but I don't know how I feel about it yet. And I'm just having a lot of inner emotional confliction. And yeah, and Kurt's just like, uh, you need to come with us, the X-Men. She goes, no, my place is here with Magneto, my father, and this is how this is going to end. And so she kisses him on the cheek and floats away with Magneto. And it's like, what? And then the Blackbird shows up. And even though these are not the lines, this is what I wrote down, where they're just up in the Blackboard staring at just Kurt and Logan by themselves. And mm-hmm. I wrote Aurora going, look, Kurt's with Logan too, which is her line. And then Bobby goes, uh, does it look like Kurt and Logan are making out? And Rogue's like, yeah, that's what he's always doing with Kurt. Like, that's why I wrote, because why else would they be so shocked at just staring at them unless they were kissing? I mean, Bobby is the one who's shocked because he's a little kid. Well, he's like 18. And he's like, oh my God, Logan likes guys too? And Rogue is like, yeah, he likes everyone. And like later he's going to say he didn't remember any of this. But like, <laughs> And then he's going to go in the woods when you ask him an important question and not come back yeah that's how it goes that's the end of the episode it was hilarious i have absolutely no idea what wanda's lines at the end were even supposed to mean when she's like so i tried to murder logan 
And then I was like, wait, is murder wrong? But I'm not totally sure about it. So I'm going to stay here on Genosha. And I was like, what is this conversation? Like, what is... (laughs) What's happening right now? Also, like, Logan can't be murdered. Like, what are you saying? I don't know, but it's pretty funny. I can't even, like, make any statement about it because even watching it, I was like, I literally don't know what's happening in this episode. I think it's just Wanda being Wanda. Be like, um, I just feel a little conflicted right now and I'm just gonna, like, (laughs) fuck things up until then. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) It is also funny that I guess now Kurt is, like, back and not on Genosha anymore and Magneto is just kind of fine with that I don't really know is that is this really the resolution to that is that Kurt is just with the X-Men now I don't know but I can't wait for the sexy drama between Kurt Logan and Hank and this is like that reality TV show where oh my god what was it Love Island what's the reality TV (laughs) show where they all live in a house together it's like men and women you don't know what's gonna happen The, the real world that's like the original reality show no I'm okay no I'm thinking of I think surreal life. Oh, but I think that's still part of the real world brand or something. I don't know. Like yeah, it. I mean, I guess that is the political thing of this episode is that this is supposed to be a parody of television shows, but it's like that's barely in this. Honestly, that's really barely in this episode. That's true. At, all. at least next week we get Badlands, or not, not next week. Next week we're gonna do a listener mail if we're on finally. <gasps> yeah, but we're gonna do that, a listener mail. We go back to the future, and I think it, I don't know if it's the one that has Polaris as main character but in the future it's one of those two we'll figure it out Mm -hmm. but it's gonna be good because i like those future episodes and it features bishop in the thumbnail destroying a sentinel so here for that we love to see Uh, it this episode by the way i give it like a three out of five because it's entertaining and fun it's not strong it does affect the overall plot because it's important for wanda to start questioning magneto and as i said at the beginning of the episode i don't know if it needed to be told through the lens of the Mojoverse, but that's how they chose to do it, and it's not a skip for that reason. Also, it's pretty fun to see Logan and Kurt be all romantic with each other, and also fun to watch Wanda be like, Kurt, all this is dumb. Just let me do my thing. (laughs) Yeah. We enjoy it, so. Yeah, I enjoyed that part of it. I thought there were, aside from a couple moments where Wanda just randomly was the damsel in distress for no reason. Like, it's like tripping down. I I appreciated this episode overall, and I thought it was really fun. Me too. I thought that Kurt and Wanda's chemistry was great. The writing was really fun. I liked it when Wanda killed the Reavers. I didn't think it made any sense when she was like, I kind of want to kill Wolverine, too. It's like, what? why? It's like something she learned from Magneto. (laughs) She's like, a murder is fun. And also just random killing people or putting them in prison when they piss you off is completely acceptable according to Magneto. I guess, again, I guess that's all we're going to get in terms of explanation is that Magneto just really likes putting people in prison, so that's... That's bad. I'll concede that. Yeah. But uh, I just wish this show had more going on, you know? I do too. And it just doesn't. It just doesn't. And I just have to be okay with that. I mean, there's not much of this show left, if you can even believe that. I know. We're over halfway through at this point. Yeah. Badlands is episode 16, and we've got, what, 26 episodes total? So there's more than you'd think, but we're over halfway through. It just doesn't feel like, I don't know, I know that they have all these different plot points that are going on, but it's, again, there's no emotional bearing on the show, so it's kind of like we're here for the ride. Pretty much. And the ride goes in some weird fucking directions. I don't know. I think that they had some interesting concepts here and they Mm -hmm. have some good ideas. Um, I don't know if the execution's great, but like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like they needed more than one season to space this out and they tried to shove it all in there in case they got canceled again. And I think that's sort of like the fear that was instilled in them from X-Men Evolution. And when they were like, well, this show's too slow, so let's do more. 
And it's kind of like, let's tell the stories that we wanted to tell in X-Men Evolution and try and shove them all in here before we get canceled again. If Plan for season two, because I knew that they had a plan for season two to happen. But this just mm-hmm. really seems like they were like, this is everything we wanted to do with Evolution that we didn't have a chance to do. And so we're just kind of stuffing it in here without any like emotional weight. That's kind of like my constant worry. Yeah, it sucks, though, because I know there are people out there who are like, Wolverine and the X-Men should get a season two because X-Men TAS is doing X-Men 97. And like actually watching this show, I'm like, I don't know if I think that like I'd rather see X-Men Evolution. Here's the, here's the thing is that like season two seemed to have like a lot of characters I would want to see on the show, like more of Laura. They were going to do magic. They were going to do Jubilee in like we're going to do this whole apocalypse thing. I think it would have been interesting. I think it would have been fun at least to watch. And I would be if they said they wanted to do a second season of this and get the chance to do that. I mean, obviously, I'd watch it. I'm just kind of like season one doesn't really make a great case for itself. Here's my thing is that like how animation and cartoons operated back in the early to mid 2000s. Right. Like we had X-Men Evolution. That was really good. But I don't know. This is the era in which Avengers had started and all these superhero TV shows were all kind of bad. Like they were just like Mm -hmm. not very strong i wouldn't say that they were bad i think they just weren't as strong as what we were used to however we're in a different space it's been 15 years and cartoons and animation right now is like really really some of the best that we've had in the past 30 years so we're gonna go back to x-men 97 and i think it's gonna i mean it's gonna look the same in terms of like what the characters look like but i think the way that they tell the stories are gonna be much slower and interesting i feel like if evolution and wolverine the x-men got sequels we'd see a similar thing happen honestly so i think the potential for season two of the show would be better than the first one. Yeah, that's my thought. Well, I don't even know if it's going to happen. It's it's purely it's not even like speculative at this point. It's just people saying they want that. Right. And I, I wish that in watching this, I felt more confident about it. But you are right that given how much animation has changed, it would be a completely different story, literally and figuratively. I still want X-Men Evolution. That's I mean, like that show is so good. I don't know if it will ever happen. I mean, I agree, but I but I feel like part of why it wouldn't happen is because this show is kind of like the continuation of X-Men Evolution that we'll, we'll see what happens at X-Men 97. People will be like, you know, I'm so glad I got this. Remember X-Men Evolution? and they'll want to start thinking about that or we're just going to do x-men show that's like different i don't know i it's really crazy to me that we're getting two new seasons of x-men 97 right now so i know it's so crazy it's it's crazy i mean it sucks that we have to wait so long but yeah well, we've got we got stuff to watch like the anime that i'm thrilled to get to but you know what else i'm thrilled to get to talking about a character i actually really like in the x-men yay all right who's back, back. X-Men. X-Men. Who's not an X-Men at all? <laughs> so today we're talking about Ariel and uh, uh, her friend Flounder. Yeah, Ursula Ursula is the person we're focusing on today. Um, <laughs> Definitely no, we're talking mutant. about Spiral. I actually really enjoy Spiral in the comic books. I've always considered her a fun character. I used to have like the little Spiral figurine. Mm-hmm. Don't know what happened to her, but I've always liked her. She's not in my top 20, but I've, I, I have a strong appreciation for her. Anyway, so her real name is Rita Wayward. And in this, in this, um, you're going to understand why I think Mojoverse works really well as a horror film. Okay. Her first appearance was in Launch Shot number one. Uh, she was created by Anne Nocenti and Art Adams. And her abilities are her multiple arms, enhanced strength, 
flight, telepathy, teleportation, and sorcery. She's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Spiral was originally conceived to be two different characters, Spiral and Ricochet Rita. In X-Men Annual number 7, Rita and Spiral were established as the same person, physically modified by Mojo. So that's interesting because Ricochet is on this show as a separate character. I know. I know. Well, I think that's kind of like... That's kind of an homage to her original yeah, creation. Yeah, exactly. Because we were trying to figure that out. Yeah. And we saw Ricochet. I'm like, there's no character named Ricochet. But it turns but out... there is a Ricochet Rita. Yeah. Right. Huh, that's cool. So Spiral's real name is Rita Wayward, also known as Ricochet Rita. She was a professional stunt woman who befriended Lancia while he was on Earth. Rita was attacked by her evil future self, which led her meeting and falling in love with Lonshot. Rita returns with Lonshot back to his dimension where Lonshot is captured by Mojo. Lonshot was then mind-wiped and forgot about her. Mm. Rita is held prisoner for several years where she is forced to guard the ex-babies. Mojo forces his chief scientist Arise to perform physical modifications to Rita, which give her six arms, turn her hair gray, and drives her insane by forcing Rita's mind to evolve to see into other dimensions for time travel and teleportation. She's also trained in the dark arcs of magic and body modification. That is horrifying, mm-hmm. right? Like, they just start putting arms on her? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And just, like, doing experiments on her. It's all very Resident Evil and very Mojo. It is. Uh, and in a final cruel act of manipulation, Mojo sends Spiral back in time to a younger self to set in motion what turns her into being a prisoner in the first place, so she's always forever stuck in that loop. Mm. Yeah, right? That sucks. I know. For her. In the past, adult, when she's back in the past, adult Spiral is a, gets stranded on Earth by Mojo because she failed to kill Lon shot and rita which is how that loop keeps on going right is that her older self doesn't manage to do it spiral encounters valerie cooper and is recruited into the freedom force which had the brotherhood at the time and during this time she kidnaps rachel summers for mojo and her powers temporarily robbed captain marvel of her energy powers just some plot points there Mm. spiral also ran the body shop where she sells cybernetic parts to amputees and others who seek the power of cybernetic limbs She's the one that turned Lady Deathstrike into a cyborg, and she's also the one who upgraded the Reavers. So this is why the Reavers are here, I feel like, is a reference to this point of her plot. Okay. She's also the one who installed the cybernetic eyes into Betsy Braddock's body, which doubled as cameras to spy on the X-Men. Also really horror. Yeah. We talked about this in Psylocke's uh, highlight back in X-Men, the animated series, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I'm telling you, man, this could be a good horror movie. Yeah. Spiral played a role in changing Betsy Braddock's appearance to East Asia when Spiral transferred the X-Men's mind and body into Quanin. She also merged the two women's minds and genetic structures and having Silex telepathy between them. Then there's this like batshit crazy story where the dragons of the Crimson Dawn journey to the Wild Ways, a magical dimension where Spiral stays when she's not serving Mojo. They need her help to teleport to Earth. She refuses to aid them, and they threaten to torture her, so she reluctantly accepts their request and receives the mark of the Crimson Dawn. Spiral thinks she can outsmart the dragons, but the Crimson Dawn's influence was too strong, and she had no choice but to release them on Earth in London, where they were attacked by Captain Britain. The dragons take Captain Britain prisoner in Hong Kong, where they want to channel his powers into breaching the dimensional wall to the Crimson Dawn and enslave Earth. Spiral contacts Excalibur about the dragon's plan and teleports them to Tonkan. There's all this bullshit about Zandu's spirit revealing the origin of the dragons, the Crimson Dawn, and this complicated history about the Ming Dynasty. I read it and I was like, this makes no fucking sense. I don't care. (laughs) 
<laughs> Megan helps Brian escape and loses his he loses his powers. The dragons melt in the shadows and Swirl will come back. And after that, Swirl is like, mm, I'm just going to go back to the wild ways. I'm going to stop Mojo. And she's purged of all the Crimson Dawn's influence over her, which is helpful. Oh, where was I? Uh, Spiral <laughs> is then sent to help Viper, who had acquired Karma's younger siblings. Viper sought Spiral's help in modifying the children to be her minions. But Beast and Cannibal defeat Spiral and Viper. And Spiral is forced to restore Karma's siblings back to their normal selves. And just before House of M, Spiral and Mojo attack the X-Men in the Danger Room. Spiral transforms most of the X-Men into their X-Baby forms, but is unable to do it to Psylocke due to their connection. Mm. Spiral instead paralyzes Betsy and later uses her abilities to torment her until the X-Babies defeat Mojo and return to their regular X-Men cells. After this incident, Emma is like, I'm using my powers to keep Spiral and Mojo away from the X-Men forever because what the fuck is this even? Like, <laughs> what? I can't... I just think about that Futurama episode where they're all de-aging and turning into babies then like Leela has to save them Uh, Spiral is one of the nine geniuses Beast seeks out to reverse the events of decimation Spiral later teleports to Beast claiming that Mojo was displeased with mutants being an endangered species because they couldn't be on a show Uh, she also says that the death of mutants was not caused by science it was caused by magic and therefore it could not be fixed by science Mm. while repairing Lady Deathstrike after the Messiah complex uh, Madeline Pryor asks Spiral to join the Sisterhood of Mutants. The Sisterhood steals Quanin's corpse from her grave in Tokyo. With the assistance of Spiral, Madeline performs a ceremony that transfers the soul of Psylocke back into her original body. The Sisterhood then takes on the X-Men, where Spiral seriously injures Nightcrawler and Colossus while Madeline gets a lock of Jean Grey's hair from Wolverine's bedroom. <laughs> Just enjoy that. Uh, before Spiral teleports them away. The Sisterhood then split up, and they go to the Jean Grey's burial site. Spiral fights Northstar, and when Madeline is defeated, Spiral teleports the Sisterhood away. Later, Spiral is exiled back to Earth by Mojo and removes her ability to teleport through dimensions. Spiral once again sets up her shop in LA, where she takes in a homeless girl who turns out to be a new mutant. She then joins Storm's incarnation of the X-Force and finally becomes a superhero. I love that run. I highly recommend it. It's, I believe it's Uncanny X-Force. Check it out. And that's really the last we've heard from Spiral. Wow. She was playable in both X-Men Children of the Atom and Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Great character, fun character to play as. Um, so that's it. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. I do like that the last we saw her, she was more or less working with the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they keep it that way. I hope we don't see her again with the Mojoverse. I feel like Mojo came back recently and she was there and it's just not written down in this Wikipedia entry. Yeah. But like, it's kind of hard to keep track. So yeah. That's, That's cool. That's it. Very cool. Yeah, isn't she really cool? She's like super Spiral. cool. I mean, it's also fun every now and then when we get to talk about like a mutate instead of a mutant because they're so interconnected with X-Men comics or yeah. they're like a villain or are they? And I don't know. It's just fun when we get to venture outside the box a little bit with these characters. Also, I think it would be fun if there was like a Mojoverse spinoff Disney Plus show. Okay, wait, wait. I'm right because I just went to the other Wikipedia page. There's more than one. And I... Uh, Quickly, it says Spiral returned to the Mojo world to serve her former master. Along with Mojo and Major Domo, Spiral abducted Gambit and Rogue to force them into performing for Mojo's television programs. I knew it was something recent. It was Mr. and Mrs. X, like right before Krakoa. Got it. Yep. Oh, right. 
Hold on. This is a really important plot point. This is like right after Uncanny X-Men. Okay, I'm just going to read this because it's really important. So Spiral had also made a deal with Gambit that she would save Rogue if he stole a mystical item for her. Hmm. While communicating with Rogue telepathically, Spiral was attacked by Mojo's guards. Spiral defended Rogue until Gambit arrived with what he believed to be Spiral's baby. Spiral revealed that the baby was in fact part of her soul and that it looked different to anyone who sees it. The soul piece had been removed many years ago by Mojo in order to keep Spiral enslaved. Spiral, with her soul completed, began to leave until she realized that Mojo could easily defeat Gambit and Rogue. So Spiral joins the battle, and when Rogue absorbs her powers, the trio manage to defeat Mojo. Spiral then teleports Gambit and Rogue back to their apartment on Earth. I was like, I know there was something else with Spiral after that. And I just didn't get it out of that other entry I was looking at. But everything else is correct. So Yeah. Also, if you go way down in Spiral's Wikipedia page, there's this bit about her appearance on this show where uh, whoever wrote this is speculating that Ricochet is actually Spiral's past self, who she like took from the past and is torturing in the present day. Ooh. And so like they're both her, basically, which is a which is a fun theory that I like. Interesting. Um, and makes sense. I mean, why not? Yeah. Fun stuff. So, yeah, that's Spiral. What do you think? We love we love time travel. We love abducting babies from the past. Time travel is real. <laughs> it and we is just real. love babies. I mean, uh, I like dog babies. <laughs> I like I like you mean puppies. puppies? And, yeah, dog babies. Um, we need to talk about who's gay. The X-Men are a metaphor for a lot of things. But one of those things is being gay. But sometimes it goes beyond symbolic. And the X-Men can be homoerotic. But which X-Men is the gayest today? Folks. It's Kurt. It's Kurt and Logan. <laughs> it's so good that... Okay, let's break this apart for a second. Kurt. <laughs> Kurt being really obsessed with Logan for this entire episode. It's and hilarious, he's honestly. juxtaposed with Wanda, who is supposed to be his potential love interest. Yep. And Kurt is too busy. The second Logan shows up being like, I need to spend all my time <laughs> trying to save Logan and not hurt him. Mm-hmm. Not all. even hurt him, even though he's not going to remember it later. Like, we can't can hurt heal. him at all. We can't. Right. We have to protect yeah. him because he's a perfect boy. Yeah. And then, and then, like, they're left alone on the ship and Bobby's looking at them and he's like, what are they doing down there? And you're like, uh, they're having sex because <laughs> they haven't seen each other in a really long time. And the last time we saw them together, Logan was like, please come back home. Mm-hmm. I miss you. And Kurt's like, no, I can't right now. Yeah. Kurt had to complete his quest to Genosha real quick. And he did. Yeah. And then Genosha turned out to be really fucked up. And Wanda was like, I can't be with you. I'm just going to kiss you on the cheek and then float away. <laughs> and Kurt was like, OK, well, I'm just going to go back to my ex who has a lot of brain problems, but. He loves me. And now he's being controlled by an alien creature <laughs> to fight me. But that's Logan. Anytime you date Logan, you have to expect that at some point he's going to be controlled by an alien creature and forced to fight you. That's just like part of it all. There's nothing you can do to avoid that. You know, what's really funny is that all I can think about is how this second season of Mutant Age of the comic book, I'm like, shit, I'm dating Logan now. So I have to fight all of his exes and I have to deal with him forgetting me and also trying to fight me. And I'm like... We'll see how long this relationship lasts. Yeah, it does. It does seem like it's a pretty significant problem, especially if you like. Can you imagine like dating? Like, I know he's so hot and I love Logan, (laughs) 
But like I said in it to Slack the other day, I was like, you know what? I feel like I would get real exhausted from Logan's shit yep. after a while. I think everybody does. I think everybody yeah. does. It's why everyone who dates him is on again, off again, because it's like it's fucking Logan. Like, what a mess. Yeah, I think it, 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 the, that conversation ended with you, me and Todd being like, no, Ryan, you and Bobby are good for each other. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Although on this show, Bobby isn't yet out of the closet. Bobby's like you when you were Bobby's age. That's being true. Like, um, Falling down on his best friends that are girls and be like, "This is straight and hot, right?" <laughs> what was that line in the Gino pilot we made where like Pushy says something? He's like, "You know what I like to do to relax? I like to watch hot girl and girl action while eating Chinese food." And Kit's like, "Nobody does that." And Pucci's like, "I must have been thinking about the other kind." And she's like, <laughs> the, "The other, other kind, kind of what?" what? <laughs> so good so good uh, anyway this is the mutant ages everybody maddie take it away so we don't have to call pluggy today okay so mutantages.com it's a cool website i have to type it in because i deleted all my cookies um <laughs> well you know who likes cookies beast he does and so do i so at the mutantages.com there are so many ways to contact us which oh my god Sorry. what <laughs> Okay, every time we do the plug section, your phone goes off. Like, every time. Anyway, we have an email address, themutantages at gmail.com. We have a Discord server with a link that you can click on to join it. And we have a voicemail inbox, 1508-319-1668. And you can call that, leave a message, and we will answer it on the listener mail episode, which is next week, folks. That's right. Oh, okay, now X-Men's going off. What was that? No, that was a fun okay. little little boop. Booty boop. Anyway, we also have a P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts, 01760. And you know what? We just posted an unboxing video on our YouTube channel, so you can see us uh, do that if you send in your mail. That's right. We put it on our YouTube channel because we're on YouTube. But that's right. Before we get to that. Let me just say, there's all these other ways you can contact us through social media because we're the Mutant Ages on all of social media. Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Pinterest. I don't know why I said it that way. TikTok. Pinterest. 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 Printer. You print things that you put on the internet. Wait, scanner? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so then also we have our own social medias. I'm at Mitty Myers everywhere. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I'm Ryan Pagella on Twitter. Ryan.Pagella on Instagram. Uh, Ryan Pagella on Twitch. Still grinding up Sora. Although... They're bringing Resident Evil to Dead by Daylight, so I've been back in Dead by Daylight again. Mm -hmm. I can't get away from that game. <laughs> Just like the Mutant Ages, I'm also on YouTube if you want to watch my theme park adventures. Lots of Disney, lots of theme parks, lots of adventure. And our YouTube channel for the Mutant Ages, like I said before, we do our unboxings on there. But anything else that requires video, like playing through every X-Men video game, sometimes getting together with our friends and doing a live screenplay reading... We also take clips from this show and put them together and do clips from the animated shows with our voices over them. Sometimes Maddie and I dress up as the X-Men or Resident Evil characters. Sometimes it's just Maddie's cat. I don't know. Whatever we want to put on there, it goes onto the YouTube channel. Go subscribe to that and to mine. Just subscribe to everything. Throw the subscribes in. Throw the subs in. They're appreciated. Yeah. Also... If you have the ability to support us financially, there are so many ways that you can do that. Yeah. You can go to our store, which is in a link in the episode description right now. You can buy cool Mutant Ages merch, 
Or you can go to patreon.com slash the mutant ages and become a regular supporter of our stuff and get bonus episodes, bonus content, behind the scenes footage, blooper reels, all kinds of stuff. That's important. We've been dropping podcasts left and right over there. So I highly recommend checking it out. Mm -hmm. I do too. And our highest tier Patreon supporters. Get a shout out on the show, folks. That's right. On this week's episode of Wardrobe's <laughs> reality TV show with our favorite mutants, we have Samuel B. Soren B. Zach S. And that's it. Those are our top tier supporters. Thank you for being our top tier supporters and subscribers over here at the Mojoverse. We'll give you some sweet swag and we'll capture you for our next reality TV show. Just don't die within 52 minutes. What a shocker. <laughs> I was expecting you to be Scarlet Witch falling down, so that was shocking to me. You know what? I know I was making fun of the Mojo verse earlier, but I really do enjoy doing it. <laughs> it's pretty fun, honestly. There's yeah. something to be said for the Mojo verse of it all. Yeah, the Mojo verse and all of us. Sometimes it's called Mutant Vision. <laughs> Golden Mutants. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do another episode of that next week when we come sort back. Of. Sort of. Um. Also, if you can't afford to support the show, that's fine. We've all been there, uh, but please consider leaving us a five star rating because that's how people find the show. And we got to keep right. that five stars up. We got to keep our right. average up and uh, share the show with your friends. Share it. That's Tell right. Them you like it. That's right. And uh, that's it. We've done it again, folks. We have. See you next week for some listener feedback. That's time for that. All right. Bye, everybody. Hey, bye. Yeah, yeah. bye. See you next time. Bye. The Mutant